I was constantly encouraged by people um, giving me advice, by people helping me to, to, to produce the book, constantly encouraged to give more of myself into it. And that was quite a journey. Welcome to Brave Bold Brilliant Podcast. I'm here today with a great friend of mine, a yoga expert and an amazing published author of Yoga, Sex and Happiness, Carolyn Marie Roth. How are you? Thank you very much for having me, <laughs> my dear friend, Jeanette. Um, yes, when, when you hear the title Yoga, Sex and Happiness, you automatically think, oh my God, I might be interested in yoga. I definitely want to be happy, but do I need to have sex? And the quick answer is no. You can enjoy this book without ever having sex again. And um, it's just a title which was in my head for years. And um, I remember running workshops, yoga workshops, I think 20 years ago with the title Yoga, Sex and Happiness, because I was so surprised that um, people don't even know muscles in their body which can give them the greatest pleasure. So um, it was at that time, it was my mission to, to, to bring awareness to these muscles and um, yeah, and just have fun, you know, and then just have fun teaching and have fun um, spreading 50 years of yoga. It's been a long time, Yeah, 50 years. You don't look old enough mm -hmm. for 50 years. See, she said 50 years because she wanted me to say the compliment. <laughs> but it's true. So clearly, I mean, you look amazing, right? And people will see you and they'll think it's, it's, it's easy. But 50 years of love, passion, energy, education has been poured into this amazing book. Um, and it really is. You know, I love the subtitle. So the main title, Yoga, Sex and Happiness, but the subtitle, The Smart Guide to Better Health. So 50 years practicing, Carolyn, and why now? Why the book now? What was the, what was the catalyst and the purpose for you taking the jump and becoming that, you know, a published author to help other people? Um, well, first of all, I believe that the, the, the cause of, of, of writing a book, I'm not a writer. You know, I'm not, I'm not the born author who says, oh, there is this book in me and I have to write this book and, and I think I'm the smartest ass and I can do that. No, um, I think this is, um, it was triggered by, by COVID because I had no more excuse. I had to sit down because I was thinking about this project for quite a while. Um, just because I thought 50 years of experience of something um, through so many different problems in my life, um, I would like to share that. And this is why uh, normally I'm a film producer. So I think in, in images, I'm really scared of writing things down because it's, you know, people can nail you down on that. This is, you said that here, it's written black and white, so blue and white. And so this is, this is very different um, approach. And then don't forget, as a journalist, you try to detach yourself from something. Whereas with this book, I was constantly encouraged by people um, giving me advice, by people helping me to, to, to produce the book, constantly encouraged to give more of myself into it. Mm. And that was quite a journey. That mm. is quite a journey and it still is. I mean, it's, it's not that I wrote the book and then I said, oh, well, you know, that's it. And it takes a while till, till um, I allow myself to be really proud. Um, you always kind of 
well, maybe that's just me, but I'm, I'm a bit hesitant of, of allowing myself to feel really proud and happy about what I've achieved with the book. And, and don't forget, it's not my mother tongue. I, even though I teach in yoga in English and I think about yoga in English, um, and I like to be, you know, and I love language and I, I, I really love the English language as well. But of course, I will never be able to hide that this is not my, my first language. But I think the biggest compliment was when the editor read it and she said, Carolyn, this is really well written. And that filled me, that filled me with pride. Mm. Yeah. Fantastic. And Carolyn, you've been on Brave Bold Brilliant once yes. before. Yes. And we really did dive deep into kind of your journey, your story. Yeah. So we won't repeat that. However, so anyone that wants to hear a lot of detail about your life and what's kind of led you to this point, check out the other episode uh, with Carolyn. But just give us a little bit of a snapshot, because when I read this book, and, and, I, I, and I'll come back to some specific chapters um, as well through it. But for me, this is obviously that written to help other people. There's 50 years of learning in here, not just yoga, but life learning. And I love the fact that throughout the book is peppered your own personal experience and how various chapters, whether it's eating disorders, whether it's insomnia, you know, you've personally had an experience of that. So you're coming at it from a very, you know, heartfelt perspective. So just share with us a little bit around your journey, really, the, the, the short version of kind of early life, how that's influenced you and why yoga in particular has, has kind of been a bit of a saviour for you over the years, hasn't it? Definitely, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the yoga was my most loyal companion throughout my life. So when I was 13, I discovered yoga. Um, I had to, to leave my, my, my home, my, my parents. My, my parents were divorced, highly dysfunctional um, um, family home. Like a lot of other kids, father alcoholic, mother was more interested in other things than her kids, um, probably not capable of dealing with things. So not from a malicious place, but it totally overwhelmed with, with, mm. with taking responsibility and, and um, providing. So um, I learned quite from early onwards that I had to take care of myself. And, um, and then I discovered yoga and and in the beginning because I, I constantly doubted myself and I thought oh my god where, where am I going and who's going to help me I kind of just developed quite an obsession with yoga in the beginning and that is um, probably well well um, documented in the um, chapter eating disorders um, because quite frankly um, yoga can nourish this this um, disease as well because mm. you can use it to to slim down even further and 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 that's that's a big danger um but then over the years um um the yoga kind of went with me grew with me and and um yeah and it's just something you know 50 years of 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 having yoga as a companion you 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 know what what it can bring and what it can't mm. and this is something which i find very important and not from a from a patronizing um um you know i still eat meat whenever i like to i drink too much i'm i'm just a normal human being who loves yoga and i never got bored of it throughout these years because i always 
discover something new and I love to share this with people but together and not from the perspective of oh yeah you have to change your lifestyle you have to become a yogi you have to stand on your head and if you can't stand on your head you're not a proper yogi and what you see in yoga um, journals you see postures which are often extreme and it has to do with acrobatic and which is beautiful I love that but the normal person can't do that and are they excluded from the benefits of yoga no mm. no not at all and the key my key to yoga is the breathing so um yeah and and um and i hope that people will dip in and out of of yoga sex and happiness because there is so much and just to give you i mean it's not the normal yoga book it's it's um when you when you read when you go through the um, the content, it's anger, it's anxiety, it's back pain, it's constipation, um, eating disorders, fat belly. My daughters um, they were horrified when I chose that. Um, so I say, "Mom, this is so old-fashioned." I say, "Well, but this is what I feel. This is my fat belly." Fibromyalgia, um, flatulence, getting old, hair loss, hangovers. Happiness, insomnia, menopause, osteoporosis, panic attacks, queefs. I have to say, I called it differently. I learned the word from um, one of my daughter's friends. Um, reflux, of course, sex, stress, tennis elbow, tinnitus, weight loss. There were so many more chapters I could have done, but I thought that's quite a lot already. And mm. um, the feedback so far is um, that people go for one chapter, read it, and they are surprised how much information they get. And um, in a very kind of um, not patronizing way, because mm. why, who am I to tell people, oh, you don't live healthy or you don't live, um, you know, you should, you should do something for your body. No, I can just recommend what works for me in the hope that it will work for others. Mm, and I love the fact that, that this is written, Yoga, Sex and Happiness is written in a modular format. So like you say, you might be struggling with a particular issue at the time. Yes, yes. So you can just read that chapter yes, yes. or you could read the entire book cover to cover from start to finish. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, So whichever way is right for each individual, yeah. it allows them to access the, the great tools. And there's so many amazing facts in here, you know, the number of people that have a bad back and how much it costs, yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the national health. So, so and there's some brilliant um, you know, recommendations in terms of other options as well, yeah, not yeah. just yeah. amazing yoga po yeah, postures yeah, yeah. and poses, but just some really practical yeah. suggestions yes. as well. So, you know, the, the title itself is obviously, you know, very powerful, but to me, the magic is in these pages because it's not patronizing, it's very accessible, it's written in a way that there's a touch of humor to it, which is very much Definitely. your style. <laughs> um, you know, and, and it really is, it really is wonderful. But the, the other thing that I think you people maybe not know so much about you, Carolyn, is yes, you're passionate about yoga, but through all your journey, you know, as a mum, as a working mum, as a very, very famous TV presenter on German TV, as a property investor, as an entrepreneur, you know, you've got so many different facets to your life. Yoga has been the constant. Yes. But actually, you know, if, if you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube, you might be a businesswoman, you might be a stay-at-home mum, you might be wanting to start a business and be feeling overwhelmed, and maybe you're suffering with insomnia because of what's going on in your life. So you're so much 
more and and as a character and obviously i'm biased because you're you're a very dear friend as well but you you you've you've had a life i think is what i'm trying to say yes. You've yeah. had the highs, the lows, the ups, the downs, yeah. and it's all and in I here. And I still have. I mean, yeah. yoga doesn't <laughs> yoga doesn't prevent you from from you know going through shitty times. I mean, that's 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 what it is. And this is maybe the essence as well for me with yoga. I cannot control what's happening around me, even though I sometimes wish, mm -hmm. but I cannot. But I can control how I react towards it. And um, and from my mentality, I'm 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 someone who wants to do things and wants to change things. And sometimes I'm impatient, and I, I I you know, and I I sometimes even forget to listen properly. So for me, it's very important to go back to this. I cannot change. I cannot control everything. Mm. I cannot, and I don't want to, but I can control how I personally react mm. and this is my decision then you know and if I want to lose my temper I lose my temper but then I have to live with the consequences as well <laughs> <laughs> fantastic so for someone that's maybe starting out or thinking about getting into yoga yes what what are some of the the simple things that you would recommend to someone wanting to start on that journey of exploration yes. of yoga yes so one of the most common things I always hear is, oh, I can't do yoga because I'm not flexible enough. So this is the, the biggest myth because flexibility is highly overrated. Um, a lot of yoga teachers are flexible and a lot, a lot of teacher, yoga teachers are hypermobile. I'm extremely hypermobile. That means you don't know your limits and you will constantly go too far and that will imply that you injure yourself. Mm. Yeah. Whereas when you are rather stiff you just go as as much as you can you might be frustrated because it doesn't go any further but that's the first thing you don't have to change you are who you are and you have what you have I mean this is your body and you have to work with that and everyone everybody can do yoga it's not a religion it's not magic um, it is something which combines and this is unique this 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 union i mean of your body your mind and your breath and the the breath is really the connection between the body and the mind and 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 this is where my magic with yoga is um, um starts and um and everyone can do it and if you find a teacher and this i find this very important to find someone who doesn't take themselves too serious and who is very much aware of your needs in the end yoga is a service I supply a service I go into a class I ask everyone what do you need so what do you need what do you want what do you want to achieve and then I try to deliver mm. that's that's I, and I think a lot of maybe young yoga teacher older yoga teacher it depends on your education um i can't give this service after you know having a six-week course somewhere um in the sun and which was probably a lovely experience but i can't provide a safe yoga session if um, i don't have any clue about anatomy if i don't have enough experience you know there is a responsibility as well with with teaching and um, and there's no control I mean everyone can become a yoga teacher now and and sometimes I wonder if we have more yoga teacher than yoga yoga um, um, you know people who want to learn yoga but it's 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 
I, I love that it became so popular, but there's always a danger as well that um, there's, you know, some people just want to make a lot of money, which is fine, but um, don't hide behind, mm. you know, um, something like, like yoga, because it is accessible. You, you, you should give it to everyone. You should teach it at schools. Um, yeah, and it, it helps with a lot of things, in particular with mental health. And, and, and one of the things I, which is important to me as well is I don't encourage people to self-cure. I don't, in, but I do encourage to manage. And you can't rely on your GP. The GP can help you to, to prescribe the right medication. And you hardly can talk to them. Um, if you get an appointment, it's always in a rush. They are absolutely overwhelmed. I love the NHS, but it doesn't, it can't supply, it can't give this service anymore. Mm. So to become more aware of your body and what's going on within your body and get a feeling, nobody, no one else can feel what you feel. So trust your instincts and use the yoga to get more into your instincts and to listen to your body and to your mind and um, yeah that's 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 one of the hopes which I have um, with um, yeah with publishing this book amazing and I want to dig into a couple of chapters if I may Carolyn yes now I've got to go for the sex one obviously surprise, because you know surprise. <laughs> I've got to go for the sex sex <laughs> chapter but you know I mean you know sex you don't have to be having it if you're having it great if you're not having it then maybe yeah. you're happy with that maybe you're not happy yes. with that whatever yes. And, every, and our bodies change, you know. Some When we're younger, maybe we're at it like rabbits. Yes, and yes. as we get older, things change, etc. Speak et for yourself. Anyway, <laughs> thank you very much. I've got a lovely Welsh rabbit in my life. He's lovely, Chris. And uh, yeah, we're good. Um, but the chapter on sex, I'm going to read this, right? This is a quote from Mae West. Good sex is like good bridge. If you don't have a good partner, you'd better have a good hand. <laughs> And that's from Mae West, the actress, very famous actress. So, you know, the humour, touch of humour yeah. in this as well. But let's talk about the sex chapter um, and mm -hmm. some, of the, some of the kind of advice that you give in particular in this. And there's, a, there's some lovely pictures in here and images as well. Um, but mm -hmm. Go for that. Um, well, the sex chapter, it, 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 it took me a while till I tackled that because, you know, I live in England for a long time. And um, it's it's a different approach. So if if I, I will still remember when one one of my first classes in England, um, I confused words and I said instead of vitality, I used the word virility. No no idea what this word really meant. And then the reaction in the class was like. <laughs> And I thought, oh my God, did I, did I say something wrong? Was, what, what, what was? And then one of the gentlemen, he said, Carolyn, this is a word which you use. And then he explained that. And I thought, oh my God, how embarrassing is that? Hey ho. Um, so, but I, I know that um, it, it, English people are not, they are open once they trust you, but it's not that they kind of parade. Mm. Whereas the Germans or the Scandinavians, um, they just don't. You know, you can't impress them with a chapter of sex. This is just, you know, that's just a normal, you know, daily. So I quite often have to tell my classes now as well when they say, oh, Carolyn, I would love to buy your book. And but, you know, I'm fine with the yoga. I'm fine with the happiness, but not so much with the sex. And do I need to have sex to read your book? And I said, no, you know, it's it's um, but I even getting older, I know. And out of my experience being married, and together with my husband for, for nearly 28 years, 
sexuality plays a role and mm -hmm. um, just because you get used to each other and you get along with each other it's there is often the the the, the chance that you forget about that aspect of a, of a mm -hmm. relationship and um, and I can just tell from my own experience that um, of course when I'm tired and I'm coming home taking care of people you know touching people the whole day correcting them I feel naked and the last thing on my mind is to take care of my husband I mean quite honestly so I feel like oh I hope I hope he doesn't you know he just uh, so and then but sometimes you know it just works out and then we both feel so much better and this was in the end why I thought you know what it is an important chapter and we will put it in and I try to be as gender neutral as possible which is not easy for my generation mm -hmm. I really try because I, it, I think it's essential so um, even though and, and some of the benefits have to do with with um, the more conservative you know getting together um, 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 so men and women but all the benefits the other benefits you can achieve you don't even need a partner you know, to have an orgasm, you don't need a partner. And um, yeah, and, and there are lots of postures and, in yoga which, which um, um, help you to strengthen muscles, which is not just good for your bladder and your, your you know, kind of inner strength, and, 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 but it's good for your mental health. Hundred yeah. percent, and and that physical emotional connection, you know, it's yeah. it's it's important, isn't it, in a relationship? And it, even if it's not having sex, but just being skin on skin or whatever yes, whatever yes. the version is Closeness. for you you know yes. it, it, it's yes. it, it's yes. um yeah, it is yeah. important but you know one of the, one of the things that i think a lot of people struggle with um and it's linked to your point around mental health right stress so, you know, we've got busy lives, maybe we've got financial pressures, we're taking care of other people that we care about, etc. So, so stress is a real, is a real killer. Yeah, literally, isn't it? Um, so, so, you know, where you talk about stress and some of the things that can help in that area let's yeah, cover yeah, that yeah, now yeah, because yeah. i think it's that's probably one of the biggest topics that ev most people suffer at some point in their life but it is it is what what, what i used as a as an introduction for stress it's not mm. the stress itself which kills you it's the your reaction yeah. towards it and this is this is what what you know the, what i believe in as well even though i used the quote by someone by someone else but um, yeah no no stress you have there are simple things you can do you can make a big palaver about them, but to extend your out breath to your in breath is one of the most, the easiest things if you remember it and if you practice it. So the moment you get into a fight, mm. and I mean, I don't know if your grandma told you at the time when you were little, um, before you become angry, just turn around and count to 10. I mean, this is nothing else than just take a breath and maybe take 10 breaths before you turn around again and then you might it might have changed your perspective mm. and it did definitely calm down your heartbeat it will make you calmer um, when you're calmer you will be able to to think better mm. and not to just react emotionally yeah and actually you know this is the thing about about not just the book but you know what you practice you don't always have to be rolling out your yoga mat no you know, there's a lot of stuff yes. that you cover in this book and you yes. talk about and the people that you help and the classes, etc., and the one-to-one, -one, you know, um, coaching that you do as well in, in, with yoga. Some of it is just tiny little techniques that you can do while you're walking down the street. Yes. Or sitting at your desk yes. or in that split second, 
just yes. breathe, yes. you know. Or sitting on the sofa and, 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 and do things or, you know, stretching and, and, and sitting the tube, um, engaging your pelvic floor muscles. Nobody will know that you're doing something like that, but it will work. And the, the, more, the more you practice, the easier it will get and the more it becomes part of your life as if you're brushing your teeth or brushing your hair. Mm. And, mm. and you don't need you know, a big kerfuffle. You'd, sometimes it does help, and it helps me as well to go into a class um, and to just have the, 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 the community um, because it's always nicer to do things together mm. than on your own. But, um, you know, sometimes you don't have the money, you don't want to see other people, and, um, and there is so much online, but take it with a, with a pinch of salt because everyone can publish something everyone can can give you advice mm. um so i would always recommend going for for a yoga teacher who is experienced and who knows something about anatomy mm. that's i think this is crucial because um yeah it's just safer and and um yeah and it's it's um as i mentioned before it's a service and you ask for the service you pay for a service and you're not paying for someone to, you know, go on a self-fulfillment trip um, with the help of yoga and just the, the teaching as a side product. No. And we got to know each other. Very funny story. So Chris, my, my, my other half, was going to your classes at David Lloyd yes. when we were living in yes. London. We were yes. living in Kingston. And he was going for quite a few months, I think, and yes. kind of enjoying yes. the class himself. I'm like stress cadet. You know, big corporate job at the time. I think I was at Saga, um, from what I remember, the CEO of the travel yes. division there. Uh, and Chris approached you at, at the end yes. of a class <laughs> and said, Carolyn, you know, do you do one-to-one, -one, you know, yoga? Yeah. Because I think my partner, Jeanette, would really, really need you. Yeah. And then it took us ages to get... No, he didn't say the... need you. He said... Um... I think you would get along, the two of you. <laughs> Probably he thinks I'm bossy. <laughs> That's what I need. And no, but it was because the classes are different. It's not the, the yoga teacher says, oh, you have to do this. And if you don't do it this way, there is no other way. Mm. So I think he was, he was, he thought, you know, she is, she is busy. She, she likes um, a, a different approach um, and this teacher might, might suit her. And I love that. I love that he came up and he was really kind of, um, he wasn't, he, he, he just said it as it was. And, um, and then it took me a while to get in contact with you because of course she was busy, busy, busy. Um, and, um, and I didn't give up. No, you didn't. Um, and I wrote an email, and then we had our first um, um, a session, I think. Yeah. And then from 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 then onwards, we saw each other on a regular basis, and 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 it, something really lovely happened, which doesn't happen very often, but it can happen. We became really good friends. Yeah. And, um, so, um, which is lovely. Yeah. And I'm very is... thankful. And you always seem to have this knack to know, know exactly what I needed on that particular day yeah. and sometimes it might be you know you'd push me so sometimes yoga is not just all nice fluffy breathing <laughs> can be but sometimes I would leave your beautiful house and I would my legs would literally be <laughs> shaking because you'd work me so hard so the strength building yeah. the mindfulness you know yeah. sometimes it is about relaxation sometimes it's not sometimes yeah, yeah. it's a whole different 
cardio as yeah, well. Yeah, you can yeah, do yoga yeah, with yeah. cardio elements, Absolutely, can't you? Yeah, so, yeah. It, you know, yeah, it really yeah. has helped me over the years. And I mean, even yesterday, I've got a problem with my knee, um, my other knee. And uh, you were taking me through some really simple things that I can do, even yes. though I've got an injury yes, at the moment. Exactly. Um, yeah. And in particular, the one lying with my legs up against the wall. Yes, yeah. Um, and that's something yeah, yeah, just yeah. very practical. It is, yeah. And it's not rocket science. And you can, you know, you can call it yin yoga, you can call it restorative yoga, you can call it um, ashtanga, you can call it, you know, hatha yoga, you can call There are so many names for so many. In the end, it's always about the union of your body, your breath, and your mind. And I think if you have someone who can share this with you and ask you what do you need on that day, um, this is something really helpful. And 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 I, I hope that in the future it will be it will be more accessible to to children, and then they grow up with it and. Um, yeah, and it might change their life as it, um, you know, supported me. And, mm. um, and you can still enjoy everything else, sex, alcohol, you know, there is, I mean, sometimes you have yogis who give you such strict lines, but then this is not my way of, of living. And, um, and if this is your decision, you can follow that. But I like to feel that people are free spirits and they can decide for themselves and they don't need someone to tell them you know i don't believe in gurus either i think every guru has a self-interest and and um yeah and you could say well why did you publish a book Is, isn't that a self-interest quite honestly i don't believe that i will make much money with this book it is really it's it, it I had the idea of how the book was supposed to look like. I wanted a workbook and the the and I probably just want to to say as well, you know, people see me and they think, "Oh my god, she's a yoga teacher. This is why she's so slim and this is no, it it, it is an up and down and I have my my self-doubts and I have my my self-criticism and there is so much going on behind this kind of obvious you know this healthy woman who who seems so confident i am sometimes extremely shy i'm i'm yeah i'm still with in my 60s doubting myself doubting myself as a friend as a mother as a yogi as a you know as a lover um and um yeah i'm just one of many and maybe that's that's why this book was important, is important to me. Mm. Well, I think you're pretty special and unique, Carolyn. So you might be one of many, but you're also, you know, there's only one Carolyn Marie oh. Roth, right? And what did you learn about yourself most, do you think, through the process of writing the book? Um, that I'm probably more disciplined than I thought. Um, I started writing um, during COVID and I started writing when I couldn't sleep. So I went down in my pajamas and the dog was just, oh my God, what's happening now? And then I just sat down and, um, and I used the time instead of tossing around in my bed and, 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 or doing yoga. I, I sat down and um, I went one chapter after the other. I, I, I'm quite a perfectionist, which I uh, was amazed as well that I, I, I really needed to let go in the end because I was going through the chapters again and again and again. And sometimes this is, if you ever think about writing a book, um, this is the hardest bit 
to let go. You write something and this becomes your baby. I mean, in my case, it was rather an elephant after two and a half years, <laughs> rather an elephant than a child. So um, the, you, you, you really put in everything, your, your, your heart, your brain, your time, and then to let go and say, that's it. And then it's out and then you have to let go of it. And then you have to trust that it finds its way. Um, and then you have two, two possibilities. Either you, you go with a publisher and an agent um, or you do it yourself, which again is a totally different challenge mm. because you have to, you might be good in, 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 in marketing other people and, and marketing the yoga itself, but to, to, to you know, go out there and say, hello, this is my book please buy it this is really a good book i trust me this is this is um really hard and um yeah so i couldn't have done it without jerk um and uh, one of my daughters she she the, the family was really supportive as well um jerk jerk um is so much better in in promoting things than i am and um and Paula, my youngest daughter, she is the only, I would say, the only native English speaker in our family the, because she never lived um, anywhere else. And so she gave me a lot of hints as well, um, what to say and what not to say. So I'm very thankful for that. Fantastic. So importantly, where can people buy Yoga, Sex and Happiness? Yes. You can Caroline. buy it anywhere. You can buy it in any, in any bookshop. I try to um, support the more independent bookshops. So um, a few independent bookshops stocking it. Um, I just published it. So we wanted to wait with, with, with everything after Christmas, but um, you can order it. You just need the ISBN, the title. It might take a while um, when you order it over the big um, um, bookshops. If you order it via Amazon, it goes very quick. And um, and you can order either the ebook or the um, the the paperback. The paperback feels really it's a, it's a really nice paperback. It's it has a good feel to it. It's very soft and and you can dip in and out. And this is what it was to be, you know supposed to be a workbook, um, which you can carry around with you and whenever you need it, you just have a look. And um, yeah, order it via Amazon and um, leave a review if you like what you, what you have read. And, um, and you can contact me as well if you have any questions. And yeah, and I'm curious um, to know, to get to know more about you and, um, and feedback and and it's lovely to, you know, one of the, the most beautiful stories I've experienced um, so far, and, and we published the book um, beginning of December, um, was that one of the ladies who bought it, and I always thought of her being a very strong character, being, being kind of very confident, and she came up to me and said, Carolyn, I've read the chapter Eating Disorders, and I saw my life in front of me, and it made me cry because I felt not alone for the first time and um, yeah and that was that was a moment where I was proud as well because you yeah when you share something very um, close to your heart and very personal and people react and trust you and let you know 
that's that's enormous privilege. Mm, and, fantastic. And, and like you say, that, that's a very human story connecting one to one. So every single person reading that book, you're speaking to that individual person, yes. actually. And that, yes. that's what makes you really special. Um, and, and so, Carolyn, you know, obviously it's been a it's been a big journey. Yeah. If you could describe this year in a word or a, a sentence for you, can you can you think how you would describe the year? Um, the, the last year, I mean, like anyone else, I'm upset about what's going on, you know, um, and we don't want to talk politics, but um, it is upsetting. Um, it's upsetting when you see that people like to follow statements which are probably not true. And this is something which is so much easier. And being German, I mean, you know, we grew up in, in, with never repeat this mistake. Um, and um, my whole childhood, my whole, you know, school years, it was always never, ever again repeat always doubt things, always do your own, own research, never just trust someone because they speak louder than everyone else. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, a lot of worries. Um, personally, in my, in my private life, it was quite, quite um, challenging as well. Um, so, I would say that the yoga, writing the book, was like, you know, when you read a book, and you become one with the book mm. when you read a really good story and you you dive into the story and then the book is finished it leaves you with a little bit of loneliness mm. because something is is finished and a part of you stays with that and another part wakes up within you and and says all right there is something new to discover and but it is i was sad when 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 I finished the book, or I allowed the book to be finished, um, and then, and it really, I was exhausted, I was really exhausted, and I mean, remember, that this was a year when I became a grandmother, not just once, but twice, <laughs> so a lot of emotional things going on, and um, to stay then on track, and to do something which is your thing, is quite challenging for, for any family person mm. and to do this and not to to neglect anyone and not to just give the impression oh she's just thinking about herself now you know where does this come from no it's it is um you need a lot of discipline you need a lot of um telling yourself you will pull through it mm. and um and this is what i've learned i've learned that um to be kinder to myself mm. yeah and not to look at me so critical, because when I look at me so critical, I, 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 I might not be able to see others, you know, how they shine. So, um, yeah, I think that's, yeah. Amazing. And it, and it has, I mean, this is your heart and soul in here. And I love, you've got three words, yoga, sex, happiness. I have three words as well. Brave, bold, brilliant. <laughs> I love that. I still love that. I wanted to. I wanted to put this in there as well because, but maybe it's that. This is for part two. Part yeah. two. Part two. There we are. There's a teaser, right? You heard it here first. Um, but you, you know, so I always ask people this that I have the privilege of speaking to. So yoga, sex, and happiness are your three words. Brave, bold, brilliant. And when you hear brave, bold, brilliant, 
What does that mean to you? Oh, empowerment. Empowerment, um, being proud to be a woman, quite quite frankly as well. Um, And go for it. Go for it. Don't have too many doubts. You know, if you don't make mistakes, you don't live. And every mistake opens a chance. And um, yeah, and but I have to say there are limits and to feel rejected is one of them. So if you're brave and bold and brilliant and someone doesn't see that and they reject you, most of the time it doesn't have anything to do with you. Mm. It's their problem. And yeah, try not to make their problem your problem. Amazing words of advice, as always. Mm. Thank you, Carolyn. Honestly, I'm so excited. Yoga, sex and happiness. Make sure you buy it. Make sure you read it cover to cover. Make sure you dip in and out when you need it. This is... And have fun. Have have fun fun. with it. Have fun. (laughs) Smart guide to better health. Yes. Brilliant. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review. (laughs) 